Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Mood Food Podcast. I'm Jason Gordon. And I'm your co-host, Othel Garman. We are delighted to have you here with us today. We are coming from beautiful Lake Murray here in East County, San Diego. Beautiful location here. It's about a 6.2-mile hike around the lake. And if you want to get out and about, which you should be, and you're down in the San Diego area, make sure that you check out Lake Murray. And we want to continue to thank each and every one of you for subscribing, liking, and following here on the Mood Food Podcast. You have made this podcast a success around the world, and we are very grateful and owe you so much out there. So thank you for all of your continued support, and we still would love to hear from you. Moodfoodpodcast at gmail.com, or please check out our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, or our Instagram page. We are uploading episodes now. We're on season two, and we are delighted to have you along with us for the episode number two of season two. It's hard to believe that we have been going this long, right? Mm-hmm. We've been doing good. Yeah, we've been doing really well, and it's because of all of you out there that continue to support us. And so we want to make sure that you take time out, and um, rec- we recognize that, that we take time out, and that we recognize the importance of you, the listeners, continuing, you're, we're hearing from you, and we are grateful. So without further ado, and with me continuing to ramble on here, I think we should start today's program. And I think that uh, everybody has, one time or another, worked in a negative work environment. You have worked with negative people, maybe you've hated a job, maybe you've had a difficult time dealing with management, you name it, it's there. There's no perfect work environment. And some people might say, oh, well, I work in the chapel. I'm sorry, there's stress there too, because it's. I, I've had several instances where I've met with people that have worked from different jobs, some, some that you would never even suspect would be encountering negative vibes in. But the main thing is, is sometimes, well, all the time, we can't control people. We can only help them, right? And give them suggestions. So today we're going to give you tips for handling negative attitudes in the workplace. So I think that'll be a good episode. So Othel, um, I think today is going to be a good episode. Not that it will be because we are actually recording it now. So Othel, please, I would like for you to take over <laughs> and, and, and make sure that you articulate well on the importance of communicate and collaborate I in the work environment. Articulate well. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I'm uh, messing no with kidding. him. All right. I'm so, messing with him. <clears throat> so what I'm gonna cover is communication and collaboration. Alright, so basically you gotta have the two in order for it to work. So one of the key things is communication. Being part in the being part of an effective manager is being able to sit down with your employees and have that difficult conversation about their attitude at work. Yeah. Where possible, managers should work together with their employee, whether through coaching, creating a plan of improvement, or providing specific feedback. Talk about the impact of a negative attitude on the team. And to be open to hearing the employee's point of view. And then find out what's the origin of the employee's negativity. Like, why are they being so negative at work? You know, you want to find out why they're being negative. Is it another employee that's making them negative? Is it the 
whatever it could be. You need to you need to get to the bottom of that. Job dissatisfaction. Do, yeah, job dissatisfaction. There's but I a mean, lot of that in this nation and but, around hey, the world. But if you want a job, you gotta work. So, <laughs> if you want to eat, you gotta work. Exactly. And then you want to discuss how you can address it in the future and improve people's attitudes. And then think about it this way. If the situation is going to be awkward. Very. So you need to stay positive and focus on achieving a good result. That's something and that make sure it's something that everybody can get behind. And then uh, as an icebreaker, you, you might want to you might want to have an icebreaker prepared. You know, because you don't want to go in there and then go off the rails and be like, you're so negative and that. Because mm-hmm. then, of course, they're going to shut down. I know I would. Yeah. Start where people. I think the best advice to give people is start with maybe the person's strengths and build off of that. I think that's the best way to build in that um, type of environment where they feel supported. However, they also need to feel like they can be, you know, the supervisor has that relationship with them that they can say, hey, you know, you do this great. You do a great job at this. However, there are some loose ends that need to be tied up and I'm not talking about your shoes. Um, You know, you need to really make sure that we tighten up on this, this, and this. And I know you can do it because you're in this position for a reason. So I think leadership by empowerment and um, starting where their strengths are is a good starting place to have them buy in on any kind of changes or any kind of advice or or feedback that you want to give them. I think that's that's key. So I guess we'll move on into what I was going to talk about here, which is determine if there's an underlining bigger issue. And Othell had just mentioned it, that you might want to dig a little bit deeper. Um, I'm not saying like be CSI or anything into your co-worker's life or your subordinate's life or the people you are supervising, but you might need to dig a little bit deeper because you might be able to provide some support that's going to make all that negativity and all of the issues that they are bringing into work kind of die down some. And so it's important to note that an employee with a bad attitude at work might be reflective of a bigger issue within the organization or at their own home. According to several studies, there could be something underneath negative negative types of uh, behaviors in the work environment, including interactions with people or just how they may be neglecting their job duties. In other cases, negative emotions are indicative of growth. And so if you see someone struggling and they're not just taking on what you're trying to help them with and you've thrown them a couple of life wraps and rings and things, they may need a little bit more one-on-one mentoring or to find out what may be happening at home. And that way you're continuing to evaluate that experience and that interaction with them. You're building that relationship. Now, I'm not saying babysit and hold their hand, but some folks may need that more than others, especially if they feel deflated at home in a bad negative work uh, and home environment, or they feel like they're just not making ends meet at work. So you just kind of dig a little bit because a little bit of ranting is healthy. Believe you me, I have done that being in the Air Force, but I feel like the squeaky wheel does get the grease. And so when I see an issue, I always try to make sure that we address it. And um, so a little bit of ranting, which I used to do quite often, is healthy sometimes. But I had a really, really good leaders that appreciated that and didn't shut me down whenever I uh, offered suggestions and things. And I don't know about you, but what about you in the Army? About shutting, about, uh, you know, going on little rants. It's healthy sometimes. Uh, well, I don't know. Sometimes I 
could be a different outcome. Yeah. Just being uh oh, they're they're just being uh I don't want to say the word, but <laughs> <laughs> this is a PG thirteen show. Yeah. We can't. We don't have any. <laughs> you know. So so sometimes it sometimes it depends on the rant. You know. That's true. So, That's mm -hmm. true. And I always say, hey. Um, and I tried to, every time I went on a rant about something, I had to offer, I wanted to offer a solution. Mm -hmm. I'm just not complaining, okay. but here's a solution to why I have a concern about this. Okay. And I have learned that that really helps, um, make positive change in the work environment. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then too, it, it helps to know that they're either going to, they know your concern and you have a plan to hopefully that will be adopted for it. So, so let people know. Um, to get it out of their system, and then sometimes when they get it out of their system, they can move on from it. And then, okay, what's the next thing? So it's just small little battles and little fires you got to put out um, collectively. I think strength in numbers, and that means communicating how you really feel sometimes about things respectfully. All right, okay. go ahead. All right. So now that we talked about that, you need to be specific about what you want to see changed in that negative attitude because if you don't then that person's never going to be able to be aware of it one be aware of it and two be uh be able to fix it yes so <clears throat> so if you don't like i said if if you don't uh clarify then it's going to be hard for that employee to change his or her behavior if they don't understand what the behavior is so in a study 70 percent of employees who were aware that their boss was unhappy with their performance couldn't tell you what they were doing wrong or how they were going to change it. So you need to specify what's wrong with the situation, yeah. what the employee is doing wrong yeah. that they need to fix. I think having clear expectations from the word go, from the very beginning. That way people aren't just sitting around wondering what the expectations are in their own and they're going around in their own wilderness. And then they're being called out for things that that they didn't know. I think, I think a lot of leaders are seeing uh, that most people may be self-starters, but even self-starters, we need some sort of direction to go into. And I need to know what the expectations are. That way I know what I'm working towards. Right. Um, and that way I'm not wasting my time, wasting the company's time, wasting everybody's time. Right. And then that's when I go on my rants. So it's like, well, I should have known this. You should have sent a memo, put it on a banner behind an airplane, you name it. I need to know these things. So, you know, and that means sometimes we need training, you know, uh, for leaders need training and understanding that. So managers should be equipped with all kind of skill sets because training is necessary as an effective leader to be able to find that balance where sometimes you might have to be a little bit more stern, but also respectful. You might have to be in a supportive role and less stern. It all depends on the situation and the people at hand. And I think the boundaries that you've set in place mm -hmm. with folks. It's, mm -hmm. You have to be able to handle attitudes because they can have a negative effect in the work environment. But coaching your employees, for example, may be an effective tactic in transforming bad attitudes into more effective ones, putting those positive vibes into the workplace. Being able to recognize the signs and understand the different personality types is a really good way of uh, having more positive communication and styles. It goes a long way in creating more positive workplace. I know like a lot of people will do uh, the four lenses and then some people will do um, other types of personality tests to put like-minded people working on certain projects. Mm -hmm. And I think that's effective because you don't want to have some issues going through the workplace uh, where 
things just aren't efficient and right. and you have the wrong match sometimes mm-hmm. so i think that's important for leaders to be trained up on that and then um also when you're when you're sitting down with that employee make sure you're calm and relaxed and collected because yeah. <laughs> if you have that if you're being a hothead at the time you're trying to talk it's not going to solve anything so if it if it has to take a day Mm-hmm. Then let it take a day, but don't go in there guns a blazing because you're not going to solve anything. Because yeah. it's just gonna, you're going to make the issue, or send emails. You know when you're mad. Yeah. I've done that before. Yeah, and calm I tried down. to recall it. <laughs> it yeah, had been opened up by several and then, people. And then relax, and then tackle the issue. Yeah. All right. So what I want to talk about is when you're when you're talking about that about making some changes, you want to emphasize the we. And I don't know why we have to emphasize the we, because we ain't in France. You know, we, we, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know I'm sorry. I, was thinking, I wasn't even listening to you. <laughs> All right. I so, wasn't but, listening. But, okay. But we Go have ahead. to I'm emphasize sorry. the we. All right. So at the end of the day, as a good manager in the job, you want to empower your whole team to succeed. Yeah. So not just that individual, but the whole team. So you want to discuss the workplace issues and try to eliminate the negativity across the board. It is best to put your goals, put yourself, it's, pro- it's best to put your goals in the we terms. Yeah. So that way everyone understands what the goals are that you're trying to emphasize together. Yeah. What do you think about that? No, exactly. I, I, I think that's important because you want the energies to be in synergy to to put like-minded folks together so that they can understand uh, the, I think knowing the why and putting the we in it is very important, even if you're not, if we're not in France. Um, and so, <laughs> and, and definitely, I think it's really good to use statements that are important that when so, when when attitudes are negative in the work environment, it doesn't just affect one person. It affects the entire we mm-hmm. and the organization. Right. So I think that's important that folks feel comfortable enough to call people out that re- on that respectfully. So um, we want to close up today's program with a couple of quotes, but we really appreciate everyone's time and your efforts in always downloading us and subscribing us and following us. We are successful once again because you, the listeners, are continuing to let us hear from you at moodfoodpodcast at gmail.com and also our Facebook page and Instagram page and our YouTube channel. So if you haven't subscribed, liked, and followed to any of those, shame on you. You're wrong. Please take time to do that. That helps those platforms know, A, that we are being listened to, and B, it allows other opportunities that come our way, which they have been. And uh, we're just going to be announcing a few things later on as we're continuing to jump through some hoops to make sure that we get on some other platforms that have uh, sent us some emails that we are going to be subscribing to and uploading our stuff. So we continue to grow and grow and grow, and we're all over the world. And so we appreciate folks listening from India and listening all the way from Korea and Japan and Australia and all over. I mean, every continent. I mean, if they were able to, if it wasn't so cold, Antarctica. So, <laughs> but we're all over the place and we're very grateful for that. And so today, Othell's going to read us a quote and then I'll finalize the one I'm going to be reading. I'm trying to think about another one I'm going to say too, but I got to make sure I get it right. Uh-oh. Get it right now. I will. All right. So my quote, uh, it doesn't have who wrote it, but I'm going to read it. And it says, your energy 
is contagious. Mm-hmm. So either you affect people with an A effect, affect people with an A, or you infect people. Hold up. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's good because that that goes back to what we were talking about where there's negative people in the work environment or they're trying to solicit things that just are inappropriate or anything. Call them out on it. But you have to start boundaries from the word go. It's hard to get boundaries if you never started on them, Mm -hmm. if you never started those relationships. Exactly. You cannot. Mm -hmm. You can, but it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of work. And there's going to be probably a lot of paperwork and everything else that comes along with that. So Mm -hmm. best thing to do is start off those working relationships with strong boundaries so that they have a clear understanding of when things hit the fan and you need to correct them on it, that that's the boundary. They're going to adhere to it. All right. So I have one here. Um, and it's from the Department of Treasury, and it says, If your face is on a coin, you have not always made sense. I made that up. <laughs> I made that one up. <laughs> Sorry. The real quote for today <laughs> is, Being positive in a negative situation is not naive. It's leadership. And so I think that's a big one. And I've had some really great leaders uh, in the military, and I appreciate them because they've had some tough journeys right. to go down dealing just with right just dealing with the day-to-day operations on things and the day-to-day things that pop up that we may never hear about, but they shield us from. And I appreciate from the bottom of my heart all the leaders I've had to uh, shield and hold us in, you know, protective uh, areas and have handled a lot of things behind the scenes and have always been very direct and uh, appreciative of that because it helped us know what mission, what the objectives were and the goals. And they were there to offer course corrections if needed. And I will always be grateful for that. I know you probably have experienced that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, folks, we're going to wrap up today's show. We got all this information from Caridian.com. So if you want to continue to look up how to address negative behaviors and ways in the workplace, feel free to do so. We appreciate your faithful time today, and we hope that you have been doing well and that you get out and about. Enjoy the beautiful weather. I know we are, and for that, we are grateful. All right, folks, until the next episode of the Mood Food Podcast. I'm Jason Gordon. And I'm Othel Garman. And we appreciate your time today, folks. Stay safe and well, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye now. Bye.